Good evening and welcome to the CASA update for the week of 10-19-2015. Hi Alex, how are you this evening? Good, how are you doing? I'm doing good. So, tell me what interesting things have been going on this week in the wonderful world of vaping. Well, um, actually I guess all of this started last week. Um, I think it was... I can't remember uh, whether or not we covered this last week or not, but uh, we issued a call to action for Chicago. Okay. I'm just going to look it up because I want to get the date right. Okay. Um, let me put this out. The 13th. So, yeah, it was just after our podcast. So I guess we probably talked about this a bit. Um, okay. There's actually a meeting happening, well, happened today okay. um, at 1 o'clock. It was a regularly scheduled city council meeting, um, and the budget was on the agenda for discussion. So uh, I'm sure we'll see some posts, hopefully, at some point. I know that there were some people that showed up to the meeting on the 14th. Um, right. I think Greg Conley even made it out there. Um, nice. But there's a, there's a small band of, of pretty motivated folks in Chicago that made it out. Uh, and this is, we're talking about a, uh, I, I believe I've heard 25 cent per milliliter tax on e-cigarettes in Chicago. Um, so the other thing is Cook County, uh, which I'm working on this evening. Uh, okay. We'll get that out tomorrow. But uh, Cook County, which includes the city of Chicago, uh, is reported to be looking at a 20 cent per milliliter tax on e-liquid. Um, I don't have any meetings that we know that this is going to come up. There's like a little over a half dozen like finance committee meetings between now and the end of the month. Right. So uh, it's possible, it's likely that the that this portion of the budget will be discussed at one of those meetings. I just don't have any info on which one. Um, okay. Regardless, you know, I'm going to put up email addresses and everything for people to okay. uh, send a message to county counselors. And of course, what this means is that uh, if you're a resident of Chicago, if both of these budget proposals are passed, um, in addition to paying your city tax on e-liquid, you will also be paying the county tax. So residents of Chicago kind of get hit twice and that would be an estimated 45 cents per milliliter. Uh, and that's, that's odd. That's um, outrageous. Is yeah, it, it is. is. <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> Yeah, so I didn't really want to say that, but yeah, it is. It's very bad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's Chicago residents have two opportunities here to take action um, because you also live in the county, and uh, Cook County people. I got to dig up a whole bunch of zip codes to find, you know, to make sure we get everybody in the yeah. Chicago. Is it is it is it appropriate to say Chicago land area? Is that like <laughs> just all of everything outside of Chicago until you get to I don't know Ohio or something? Um, <laughs> I think please, it might be. <laughs> please forgive forgive me for my lack of knowledge about Midwest geography, um, but uh, anyway, so yeah, 
uh, Chicago and Cook County are, are on the table for taxes. Um, the other thing that came out, uh, either I guess it was late last night or today, um, uh, Utah Smoke Free Association, formerly Utah Vapors, um, put out a call, their own action alert, call to action type thing. Um, anybody who's been following legislation this year, uh, was it SB 415? Um, I really should, uh, I should have done a little bit of preparing here. Um, HB 415, uh, this bill. Soon these, these things are just going to be back to back calls to action. Yeah, we'll be there again soon. Um, I think my record was, I think I put up 10 calls to action one day uh, while traveling. Some of them were posted. So, <laughs> um, uh, so HB 415 passed the Utah State Legislature. And as part of that, the Utah Department of Health uh, is required to promulgate a rule um, about regulating electronic cigarettes. Um, now, under normal circumstances where everyone has a certain amount of common sense, uh, this should be something simple like child-resistant packaging, no sales to minors, which I think is already a law in Utah, um, it, you know, basic common sense type of stuff. Instead, um, the proposed rule goes as far as to require um, ingredient listing on the labels. Um, which is, you know, not ordinarily a horrible thing, but it's only the state of Utah that's requiring that. Um, and it's not too detailed stuff. I mean, if you're a manufacturer and you're, Alex, uh, you, yes. Did I drop out or did we completely lose Alex from I gone? No, nope, we're gone. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm still here. Can you hear me? I, I can. Okay. Are we back? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so where was I? Manufacturer? Did, did you? Did you? How much did you miss? Where did? Where did I? Where did I lose you? Uh, they would promulgate. <laughs> promulgate was the last thing I heard. Okay, so HB four fifteen uh, basically re requires the Department of Health, the Utah Department of Health, to promulgate a rule regulating electronic cigarettes. Um, and uh, this was based on, oh God, Weber Morgan. Was it Weber Morgan is like a county or a, some municipality in Utah. Their Department of Health had, had put together regulations, um, which was the entire, all of HB 415 was kind of based on these rules. Uh, and they went as far as to regulate nicotine content, which this does as well. I think it is a little bit more strict. Um, so this does things like requires ingredient listing, um, which, like I said, ordinarily not a huge deal, but only Utah is doing it. Um, they also have a warning label requirement, um, which is, it's pretty obnoxious warning label. Uh, nicotine is addictive and poisonous. Uh, keep away from children and pets. If you're just going to keep it to keep away from children and pets. Nicotine is addictive and poisonous and poisonous um wow 
and it's yeah you know it, it's kind of later in the day i read something about uh, studies done on Ooh, nrts is, is this i think jan's internet connection right. is just going all kinds of wonky on her i know Do we, jan are you still with us yeah and it sounds like john's having issues yeah i'm here okay, okay. great um so yeah i'll keep i'll get through utah <laughs> i promise um anyway it's, it's suffice to say uh this is this call to action is not just for utah residents this is also for um manufacturers and retailers that do business with people in utah um but for our purposes we're mainly concerned with the consumer aspect of this so um i, I certainly appreciate some of the, the the bullet points that that they've put together here um a couple of things to think about uh in crafting your comment i guess i should have started all of this by saying the rule is published and there is a comment period very much like what the fda does uh, and you have until November 16th, until f at 5 p.m. on November 16th to get your comment in. Uh, and you do this by emailing it to um, Luke Chalmers. And the subject line is comments on proposed rule R384-415. I'm not going to slow down and repeat that. You can go read it on the Utah Smoke Free site. Actually, if you Google Utah, Utah Smoke Free, uh, the first page you come to is going to have this action alert. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we're probably likely going to put out some sort of complimentary uh, call to action for this um, and, and try to keep it to Utah consumers. But, um, yeah, like I was saying, obviously retailers and manufacturers that are doing business in or with Utah um, have a pretty big financial stake in, in how these rules come out um, and there's a lot of, of changes to what your product will look like if these are implemented and the most egregious thing to me other than the uh, kind of alarmist uh, warning label is uh, the nicotine content restriction um, you're allowed to go as high as 24 milligrams per milliliter and there is a maximum uh, nicotine content in a bottle of 240 milligrams. So if you are a high nicotine user like myself, the largest bottle of e-liquid you're going to be able to buy is 10 milliliters, um, which is not the end of the world, but still, you know, that can be added cost. Why wouldn't you charge a little bit more for a 10 milliliter bottle, and so on and so forth, and just perpetuating the myth that um, nicotine is this magically dangerous substance that just ruins the lives of all children um that is kind of absurd <sighs> so that's utah um and we'll put the link to that call to action in our description um i think that's it i have got a couple of other messages saw a couple of other things on facebook um the Tobacco 21 effort is marching right along in Massachusetts. Um, uh, Attleboro, Massachusetts, uh, a small little town outside of Providence, Rhode Island, I believe. Um, yeah, I uh, um, I used to spend summers there, so yes, I know where it is. Oh, okay. 
Um, so yeah, there's a major highway that runs through there, I guess, there's some, some stoplights. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, unfortunately, they are uh, within the borders of Massachusetts. So um, uh, I would assume I haven't seen any legislation yet, but I uh, would assume that this would include electronic cigarettes. Um, uh, I guess that can be a local alert that I'll put on the list. Um, and the other thing, I just I just got an email about a half an hour ago. Um, Prince George's County, or PG County, in Maryland <clears throat> is looking at their own indoor use ban. Um, and this actually, there was a hearing on this on the 9th, right. and I don't remember seeing anything about this so um it was a committee hearing it's been passed out of the committee uh, i believe it has four or five sponsors on the bill uh one two three four five six sponsors out of i don't know 10 county counselors uh so this doesn't look all that good for pg county um but uh see if we can put something together for that as well so uh, in Maryland, you know, there was the state, it was, was it HB 46 this year that would have prohibited indoor use um, or one of the three bills. Uh, and that, that died, it did, didn't go anywhere. Um, and even Baltimore managed to put together a, a halfway decent indoor use ban that um, really sounds like it kind of leaves it more up to the business owners um, as to what they want to prohibit. Maybe I should research that before giving a definitive analysis of that. But uh, I do remember Baltimore did produce a bit of legislation that is a halfway decent example of, you know, not going completely prohibitionist on indoor use. Um, so, uh, yeah, but apparently the surrounding counties are the, just a little little bit different <laughs> yeah um do you remember me sending you a link on friday night from ordinance it was called ordinance 85 it was from a place called the city of red wing I and it's it's it. <laughs> okay it's in red wing minnesota and the only reason i'm mentioning this is um oh. number four on their ordinance list um Meant it changes the definition of smoking to include using a device that um, vaporizes lobella. Lobella is Indian tobacco. Okay. Okay. Uh, and the only reason I'm bringing this up is just that I thought it was really interesting because that was something that uh, very old time vapors talked about when, when I first started vaping about six years ago. Um, what if they take nicotine away? What will we use? And people were coming up with different things and they said, well, what about labella? Uh, and we, a bunch of us did try it and no one really liked it. And so we discarded that and threw it by the wayside. I just think it's funny that something that's so old is being bought up in new ordinances. So I just thought I would mention that just as an aside. I, yeah, um, is it a common? <clears throat> I, I'm not familiar with Lobelia or Lobella. Um, it's it's not. So, I mean, it's it. I mean, it's it's um, 
it's like a, a tincture. It's it's like a water. It's an aqueous solution, mm-hmm. um, like something you would make out of herbal tea or or something like that. And I guess some people made it with alcohol or whatever. Um, and I I do know that it was tried, like I said, about six or seven years ago when I first started vaping, and people just like, yeah, no, this is terrible. We can't do anything with it. So I just thought it was unusual that that would show up in an anti-smoking law change. And it was the first time I've ever seen it. So just just an interesting aside. Doesn't really mean anything. It's just I know we talk about um, just different verbiage and wordage in, um, in, in legislation. I just thought that was something interesting to look at and look out for in the future. That is interesting. I I did see in what in the PG counties. Um, uh, what was it? I have a uh, uh, agenda item summary. Right. Uh, vaporing made it in there. The proposal bill shall simply adds that the smoking or vaporing or electronic cigarettes is an additional unlawful activity. It's a vaporing. A vaporing. <laughs> okay. Vaporers now. So we've learned a new word. It's a new descriptive word. We're vaporing. We find that lawmakers have very little shame. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's kind of funny. Yeah. So. so I guess that's it for this week. Uh, yes. For the most part, I'm just, I'm searching my brain to make sure I didn't forget anything. Um, um, but uh, yeah, I think I, that's, those are the big ones for me. Chicago, Cook County, Utah, a couple of local alerts that may or may not get actually taken care of, and um, and new words. Thank you for the new words. <laughs> Yay! Thanks, legislators. Um, uh, the the call to action to support HR twenty fifty eight is still active. Yes, it is. It's at okay. the top of the list. All right. So um, try to get your congress critter to sign on to be a co-sponsor for hr 2058 if you haven't already done so um please join us at kasad.org uh, submit your testimonials at um the kasad testimonial project you can find links for that at the kasad.org page we are kasad media on twitter and instagram um we are kasad media on youtube and we are the We Are Kasa Facebook group, which is the more informal group, as well as the Kasa Facebook page for the official Kasa, uh, for the official Kasa page. So um, come on down and join us if you haven't already and help us to help you save vaping. Have a good night. And thank you for everything you do for us, Alex. I'll thank speak you. with you later. Cool. Alex? Yeah? Before you go... Mm-hmm. It was it was absolutely wonderful to meet you in person. Oh, likewise. <laughs> I so jealous. To meet Alex at VaporCon. It was it was amazing. Yeah. Um super super smart guy, but um yeah, Alex, thank you for taking time out of your busy weekend to visit with me. Um I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Oh yeah, no, it was a pleasure to meet you. It's it's always a pleasure to meet you guys and uh and yeah, I hope we'll see you guys. I I know I know we've crossed paths at other events, so I I'm sure we'll uh i'm sure we'll meet again 
have a great night. Right. Thank you. Thanks.